welcome back to the podcast at the end of the murder of the world. That's right, folks. This is a podcast about a murder at the end of the world. The fantastic new show on FX by Hulu. We are talking tonight about episode six, the penultimate, (laughs) the penultimate episode, only one episode left. It was called Crime Scene. My name is Axel. I'm here with just Andy. We've got no guest this week. Hopefully we'll have a guest next week. You can check us out at DVRpodcast.com. Hey, we are independent podcasters, and if you'd like to help us pay for hosting and all that stuff, go over to Patreon and go to patreon.com slash DVR, become a patron, you get stuff early, no ads, you get special podcasts, all that kind of stuff, exclusives, and of course, we do appreciate it. We appreciate the reviews we've been getting lately, and all the listeners, thank you everyone for taking the time to listen to us chat. Andy, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm just I'm sitting here at the end of the world in Minnesota trying to figure out if my tinfoil hat still fits. <laughs> I guess we'll we'll find out here when we talk, I guess. Well, well, I was wondering how you're doing because according to Mike, our friend that we had on recently, <laughs> we both took a bullet to the stomach. Um <laughs> Let's let's just start. Let's it might dive have been more right serious than even the stomach. It might have been right to the temple. Yeah, that's that's true. The hat is near the brain. Um, let's see. Mike said on our Facebook page, our great grandpa James uh, posted when the episode dropped, and then a couple of people made some comments after that. Um, and Mike really nailed it. Axel and Andy's tinfoil tinfoil theories took a bullet to the stomach this week. And the likelihood of me feeling like a rube at the end decreased (laughs) dramatically. So I don't know, Mike, I I don't know. You still might be a rube though. I don't, I, I, I think that that's okay to take the show as it was. And Hey, I do want to jump in right here, Andy. I want to find out what you thought of this episode. Spoiler alert. I loved it. I've always said I'm never bothered when, and we had a whole conversation about this, I think with Mike, just yep, like last Lost. Last week with Mike. Yeah. Yep. We talked about Lost. If in the end, this show is about love, relationships, characters, people, emotions, that's a great thing. If all the other stuff did turn out to be mind games for us and things that interest us, and I do have a theory on that, actually, a theory on a theory. Um, that's okay. And I really love this episode and I thought it was very emotional. We might not have as many theories or points or things to talk about this week because for me, what I took from this episode was emotion. And even though the tinfoil theories may have seemed to take a hit, I mean, Hey, come on, the best theories come true at the very end. Right? So let's not, let's not get ahead of ourselves, Mike. But um, I don't know. How are you feeling about this episode, Andy? I still liked it a lot. I don't think I loved it as much as you did. I also don't think, like you said, I don't think it's. I'm ready to throw away my tinfoil hat completely yet. I mean, a few things might have gotten might have gotten thrown out, but like you said, it's the penultimate episode, not the ultimate episode. And a mystery, yeah. the ultimate episode is always where you. There's, I think there's still tons of misdirection going on here. I don't think say I and I still liked it. I. I was a little nervous when it was only 46 minutes when I saw it going in because 
shorter sometimes means less things going on, but I thought the pacing was a little bit better actually with a tighter episode like this. So like the one that was 75 minutes or 80 minutes a couple weeks ago seemed to not like it meandered a lot, but it was, this just felt more, I don't know, just more tight. And I think it, I think it was better for it. So I really enjoyed this episode too. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't, you know, episode length is such a fickle thing because I think in the mind of the, the showrunners, they have an idea of what they want to impart with that episode. Like I felt that the episode last week was maybe too long. Once I, once I kind of, I was thinking about it after this Mm -hmm. episode, this is standard, you know, 45 to 52 minutes. It's like standard what we're used to. Uh, even a little less for like a, a like even like a network show. Even though yep. I can't even say, we're so far past that now, Andy. I, I, if it seems well, like, and that's, you know, that actually <laughs> brings me back, thanks to one of the first times I ever podcasted with you four or five years ago. I remember us talking. That was when they first started varying episode lengths a little bit. Where mm. like where like Better Call Saul would run an hour and ten minutes or something like yeah, that instead yeah. of the fifty two. And I remember we had a big discussion about it because there was a lot of people talking. Why are things changing and why are they so short? One or Mandalorian came out and it was a thirty eight minute episode or something like that. And I I had always been pushing for that. I think it. I like the fact that they are different lengths because yep. it's. Yep. I mean, if that's the story you want to break, I mean, and this one had a perfect breaking point of mm-hmm. the. Of Andy coming in, it was like, that's a good spot to end it. We don't need to have another false ending added to that for each episode. It's still a TV show, so it shouldn't. Yeah. I, I like that it's not being forced to be 53 minutes or one hour and two minutes or whatever the length is. So I, I actually like that, that they vary in length as well. Yes, and also, even though I still do it when it's a long episode, it'll be like, oh, we're going to find stuff out. How many times do you find out more stuff in the short episode? Like all the time. Right, yeah, <laughs> because they're just getting to it, you know. Um, it's the it's the buildup that takes longer. So I kind of, I, you know, I dug I, I dug the uh, shorter length. I thought it was nice and tight. So on on that note, I was cool with that. We had another uh, feedback from Francine. My theories crashed and fell into a glacier last night. Talk about overlooking <laughs> the obvious, right? I don't know how to feel about this development. A little underwhelmed. So all the tech is going to be just decorative? Also, do I really trust Lee? How did Lee know that Darby understood Morse code? Well, she that's possible she could have known that from from coding or whatever or or reading the book or something like that's that. That's true. Or reading that's the my, book. That's or true. reading her book. I'm assuming she talks yeah. about it at some point in there, but and all and the, wait, wasn't she also there when she told the story of him using the lights to signal her didn't I, I think she uh, I, I think, can't I, I can't know. remember who she was telling that story to. Well, it was in the book, though, I think, wasn't oh, it? Okay. Wasn't that what I think we were led to believe yes. it was part of the book? It was in the book as well. Definitely. You um, know, I, I love this bit of feedback because this was one of the things I was going to bring up when she and this is one minor concern I have for next week where she says or for the finale. So all the tech is going to be decorative. And that is definitely something I have a concern with because. Think about, this is just a small list. We haven't seen anything more about the robots. We haven't seen anything about AI Ray in a couple episodes. Nothing about the voice changer, the AR game, all of these different things that have been big, cool tech things. And we haven't heard or talked about any of them for weeks now, a couple of weeks. I, some of those have to come back, but I can't imagine the, the, the tech is just decorative. What do you think about that? Well, let's see. 
that is that does kind of key into the way I felt and I guess a kind of maybe even meta theory or idea that I had about this episode and perhaps this whole series. Um, I guess I'll just dive into it. Basically, we had talked about the fact that everything could be the boat. I remember saying to you and Mike, that boat could be an escape boat. Um, so, uh, so Lee can get away from an abusive Andy, right? We talked, yep. a, we didn't talk as much about that as we did perhaps about VR, <laughs> AI and all the, the that stuff's way more shit. fun than just a rescue boat yeah, in the middle of the harbor. It is. But I remember specifically us having you, Mike and myself having a mm -hmm. whole conversation about, let's just talk about what the show is giving us. Maybe all of that is artifice to distract in the same way that in many detective or mystery stories, the surroundings, the genre is artifice to distract you from the main case, right? I mean, even if you go to something recent that our friend Bubba also covers, Only Murders in the Building, it uses New York comedy quips, right? Characters yep. to distract you, This this the world that it creates to distract you of New York. So perhaps that that is one way to look at it. Another way to look at it is that it's a commentary on modern man, mod, man specifically, I'm saying, and these tech gods that we've built up and Elon Musk, a Bill Gates, a blah, blah, even though Bill Gates does good things, unlike Elon Musk, but that's another story, folks. <laughs> uh, maybe a debate. Um, for those who think 5G is infecting your mind. Uh, but anyway, could it be, first of all, um, Fran Francine does have the awesome, she starts, she also says, do we really trust Lee? So this is based on if we trust that story, okay? That yeah. we overlooked it, Andy. We overlooked it because it's not as interesting. We overlook the we we push aside our empathy. We overlook those who are underappreciated, who were used to being in a not a position of power, right? Um, and in this story, what does Darby keep on saying? I'm a 24 year old woman. Nobody think, or she says, girl. I think nobody thinks that I can do anything, right? Lee, yeah. she was doxxed. Why? Because she was a woman who 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 went against the system. We even talked about the fact that maybe Andy was the one who doxxed her. And when yeah. she's talk when Lee and Darby are talking, Darby even says, "You just found that again," right? Like you went back into the abuser's arms, right? So the story that they're telling is a story that all of us have been faced with in the last five to 10 years, right? Me Too movement mm -hmm. of things that our own society and culture is reckoning with. But what do we do? We ignore it again for the robots and the rich guy and the cool stuff. Yeah. And all the, the shiny toys. Yes, yeah. all the shiny toys that boys love. And then we still abuse women, right? We're mm -hmm. still smacking them in the hallway in front of everyone like we can do it and our bodyguard buddy just walks back into the room ignoring yeah. it right so that to me was that affected me 
when she, when Lee was telling the story, and I love Britt Marling, who also directed this episode, I thought that the way the story unfolded, I didn't feel disappointed. I felt, okay, I understand. Now, I still, in the back of my head, I was thinking, do I really trust anyone in this, right? Lee or whatever. But I did trust her when she was talking. And it brings up that whole question of, do we listen to the woman? Do we trust the, right? So I think that if we look at it in that perhaps rather meta way, but that's the way we look at shows, that was very interesting to me that it's a play on that, right? It showed us all the shiny toys and who's responsible for all that, Andy. You know, I didn't I didn't actually think, of, I mean, I obviously thought about the stuff about the not believing the woman and all that stuff, but in the way that you put it there, I didn't think of it in those terms and that's extremely interesting. I hadn't considered that, but of course that's the truth. We are look, overlooking it. I mean, it's obvious. I mean, we have, we've obviously known that's one of the elements of the storyline, but even yeah, that's a, I love the way that you put that. That is, that's fascinating because you might, you might be true. Yeah, that might be completely right. I still don't, I still don't know if I believe everything she's saying, but I think everyone that's in this is telling elements of truth and elements of fabrication. I just don't know which is which. So I, but I love the way that you put that about how the, we're distracted by all the, the, the fun mystery and the, who did this and who was where and what are all the, yeah, what are the underground robots and all this, all this stuff? What are all these things doing? What's all the hack, cool hacking stuff? And, that's, I don't know. That's, I, I really, I really like the way that you put that. That's, that's fascinating. Yeah. It, well, it, because I kind of thought, Hey, we're two guys doing a podcast. Gosh, mm -hmm. we talked more about the robots than the abused woman. <laughs> well, and right? you know what, even, even our guests that we've had on, the, I mean, we've all done the same thing. All of us do. It's, yeah. it's crazy. But I thought that kind of resonated, um, even if that just existed w within me in the episode, mm -hmm. that was a successful uh, thing to me for the show to do, right? And yeah. that that made that brought me into it. Um, but we did. Well, see even, I think even okay. like as far as that goes, even if the show doesn't completely completely hit on all the storyline points, I mean, to me, there's no question that it is an amazingly made show, and this like that sequence with her telling the story and. And Andy hitting her and all that stuff. That sequence was all just fantastic filmmaking. Yeah, just because yeah. I, I mean, I would buy into it completely during the time. Just when I think about it later and connect the dots, I'm like, I'm not sure if all these are going to connect or not. But that's different than in the moment. I am, I am loving everything when I'm watching it. So. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I was not at no point was I bored or anything. And even if reveals. Um, <laughs> Happened. You know, actually, I shouldn't say I'm loving it. I'm not loving seeing Britt Marlin get smacked and all I that stuff. You, but I know what you <laughs> Yeah, meant. you know what I meant. Uh, yes, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Um, but we see, you know, and I think that last episode we had talked about David, right? And mm -hmm. and I had said, well, it could be her friend. And then when they give, when they do the hug, that's the thing that, honestly, it was, a, and we had also talked about a turn for David from the heel to the hero, which we yep. see, right? Just yep. in the way he hugged her and held her and the softness and the worry he had in the just moments we saw him before we see him brought back by Todd and Andy all beat up. Yep. Um, uh, uh, was, was real. It kind of got me, you know, that was a little bit convinced, but then again, it could be, we we have so many questions here, um, and how well, even if, part of that scene too that I think of is that, like right before that, um, 
what's his name? Oliver had said, well, he's just distracting them and he can distract them for so long. Well, why would have they just beat the hell out of him for just being distracted? They would have no reason to expect, suspect that they need to beat him up at that point. Cause they, and let, I don't know. Something there didn't quite add up either. I didn't think so, but, but not a lot like a lot of things. Yeah, we don't. We, well, we don't even know what Andy. What did Andy say at the very end? He just said, "My wife," right? Yeah, like he was yep. finishing a thought or or a conversation mm-hmm. or because you can't really hear what David was saying. Could you hear no, what he, it, he was like? Uh, it was kind of muffled. Even the yeah. closed captioning didn't say. I don't think. Okay, because that. Um, you never know what he's going to say. He could say, look, my wife, just who we were looking for. Look who we found in the hallway. There's my you know? wife. Yeah. So that's what the line was. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it, it, you, we don't, we don't know what's going to happen when the next episode, this show has gone back and forth so many times. Yeah. Um, I mean, it obviously seemed like it ended where Andy was going to be like, yeah, we fucking killed everybody. And we just beat up your boy. You're not escaping. That's kind and, of how it felt. Um, you know, this episode too really reminded me of how good uh, Clive Owen is at playing menacing. Yeah, he man, is. he he needs a role where he's like uh, Anton Chigurh or something like that. I think he would just <laughs> destroy a role like that. I mean, he's been Ooh. scary before, but never that kind of scary. Oh, that's right. Um, who's the guy who's playing the Oompa Loompa right now? Hugh. Oh, Hugh, uh, Grant. Hugh Grant. He has, they're both like these. Yeah. They're both like kind of very like dandy, good looking English dudes who, as they got older, seem more sinister, but that's, I don't know. That might just be because I'm Irish. Um, (laughs) (laughs) you can throw Colin Firth in there too. There's about five or six of those guys that are all, that can all do that. Oh man, wasn't he? So, oh God, man, he was so good in the uh, what? Uh, what was that called again? The the staircase the one. Staircase, yeah. Yep. Holy shit, that was hot. Oh, by the way, if folks, if you're a fan, of, I should take a moment right now just say if you're a fan of this podcast and you've been enjoying Andy and I, you should subscribe to Daily DVR because that's where we do all of the podcasts. Are there kind of? Uh, it's our master feed. We do a football show. If you're not interested in that though we're gonna we talk tons of tv and when this is over we're either gonna pick up another show or just talk about tv in general and soon because today is wow december 13th already i know crazy it's going fast we are gonna do our top 10 tv shows of the year which we do every year we've been doing it for i think like 10 years or something like that it started i think just heath and i doing it uh, maybe mm-hmm. Donald was on the first. Go, we got to go back and look at the first one, but we've been doing it a real long time, and uh, we're gonna have a great crew. Andy, I know you're gonna come. Hopefully, have Gina, Jenny, Mike again. We had Bubba, Heath, um, Julian from Tower of Babel has come on. Maybe maybe we'll grab someone new this year. If you're interested in coming on, shoot me an email, dvrpodcast.com, uh, gmail.com. 
But um, we are going to do that. And I think Murder at the End of the World might will be on my top 10 list. I'm pretty sure it's going to be on my top 10 list. It's it's a contender for it's me. It's a contender. And, well, and yeah. aren't you and Heath uh, starting uh, True Detective pretty soon? Isn't that coming yes, back soon? Yes, that's true. Thank you, Andy. If you like yeah. this show, you probably like True Detective. Yep. So We're going to do True Detective coming back on HBO. If you go back into iTunes, Apple, and our website, you can see that we covered the third season of True Detective with Mahershal. Ali. Uh, Heath and I did that about what five or six years ago, I think. And has it been that long already? Yeah. It's gotta be. Yep. Wow. And, and we just saw him in um a movie yeah, Julie Roberts. Yes, I loved it. Leave the world behind. Don't I'm not gonna say anything about it. Did you see it, Andy? Uh yes, I watched it after the Monday night football game. Okay. All right, we'll talk the about the only word it. the only thing I will say is intense. Yes. Don't read about it folks just i also really play. enjoyed it yeah don't spoil yourself yeah it's so fun but he was mahershal ali is amazing just what yeah. a fucking actor man that dude can he i love him and he that his performance in true detective season three was in my mind one of the best single performances in a season in television history he was absolutely amazing playing an it older and younger version that. of himself. Yeah, it was great. All right, back to the show. Anyway, daily DVR, DVRpodcast.com. Um, let's read, uh, I don't know where we were, so we're going to go to some- uh, We were uh, still working our ways through uh, Francine's feedback, I think. Okay. Um, no, I think we covered, talk about- Oh yeah, we, we just finished obvious. that up. Yeah. Oh, well, I will say, she said, talk about overlooking the obvious. And I will say- that's also a staple of detective and mystery stories where you you've got to like just like Darby did go back to the beginning right think about so speaking the person. of speaking of obvious too there was something in this episode in the flashback where I mean and we'd always talked about how we were assuming that it's somehow the flashback is going to tie into what's going on now I mean did they tell us what the what the what the finale of this is I mean Bill says faulty programming all but confirms it. I mean, he talks about the faulty programming is what the killer is. Is yeah. that is that confirming that Ray is the killer, the AI? I Andy, I thought I you now you know my favorite film of all time is two thousand one. Yes, and every time Hal, I don't want to say dies, but when every time Hal dies, I cry my little eyes out like a baby. You sing Daisy, and I do. I can't even do it. It'll make me start crying. Um, but anyway, I love Hal. And I, yeah, of course, it made me think that. That Ray was, remember, he was both the security system. What were the two things? Let's go back in the notes. Uh, Ray language, was. I think it was language, language uh, like a language system and a, and his private security okay. uh, algorithm so, combined or something so like that. So that's interesting. Language. Language can have so many different meanings. And Andy wants to secure and keep Zoomer safe. If if the Ray wrote if the Ray AI thinks that what Lee is doing, which it discovered perhaps before Andy, just because Andy figured out her friend in Newfoundland doesn't mean that he actually figured out everything that Bill and Rohan or Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia, I'm sorry. Um, what did I say? Newfoundland. Newfoundland. Is Newfoundland in Nova Scotia? 
Wait. Oh, uh, I think it's nearby. I don't remember exactly. Oh. I don't remember my Canadian. I don't know, but I want to go there. Geography. Oh, man, all yeah. of a sudden I thought of a nice fishing town. That's probably where Julian is recording Tower of Babel right now <laughs> up in Canada. Hey. Um, anyway, <laughs> what the fuck was I saying now? You fucked me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the uh, Ray and the, the Ray program. Oh, yeah, the language that makes sense. Programming. What you're saying. Yeah. He misinterpreted it. So he kills everybody. Like how? They, right? Or, or I think another thing is that he, uh, I mean, some of the stuff Lee was saying is that everything Andy is doing is for Zoomer. What if, mm. what if he programmed into Andy ah. or into Ray that you need to protect Zoomer at all costs. And he sees this yep. as a threat to Zoomer sees these people as a threat to Zoomer. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. That's when you mentioned, when you mentioned 2001 too, I had a lot of Kubrick vibes in this, but not 2001, the shining. Oh yeah, I've you, great call. I've middle of nowhere it. in a storm. There's a yeah. bathtub scene. There's, I mean, even Andy the kid's haircut. Yeah, I mean, he's riding and he's riding his bike in the empty hallways. Yes, yeah. I mean, the whole story is about controlling an abusive husband. I mean, I was getting serious Jack Torrance vibes nice. from Andy. Yep. It, I don't know. I thought that was. I, I remember watching. That, I'm like, God, this feels like the shine. Even some of the music feels like the music in The Shining. Yeah, all work and no play makes Andy a dull boy. Yeah, it does. Um, let's see. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Oh, Grandpa James. All my theories crash and burned. After this episode, I don't know what to say, but I still don't trust Lee. She isn't telling the whole truth to Darby, and I don't believe Andy is the killer. He said in the beginning that it took two years to bring everyone together, and if he wanted to kill people, he had plenty of time to do it before he invited them to Iceland. Todd was in New York City at Darby's book reading and could have snuffed her there. Damn, Grandpa James, I could have snuffed her. We have we got, we got Mike getting a shot in the stomach and James snuffing people out. Yes. I know, damn. I love our I love our listeners. Um, we have the edges to this puzzle but not the center something is missing and then he said in parentheses bill fangs there's still the theory my wife turned to me and this was at the end of uh bubba's last um pod or youtube show whatever you want to call it mm -hmm. where um people are still saying is it possible that bill is not dead or that what she saw was through purposefully through the window so it could be like a hologram, like Ray. A projection of a some projection, kind. projection, yeah. That it wasn't yeah, I, real. So that's that's interesting. I still have, I mean, I'm not fully on board with that, but I still haven't given up on that idea completely because it, I mean, he, he had said the thing too. Bill had said the thing in one of the flashbacks that the only way you're going to love me is if I die. I mean, mm. it's... I, I, I'm not going to completely put it off, I'll put it away that Bill or Bill's doing some crazy new. They've talked about how his artificial insanity thing was this new age art thing. Is is Bill doing some new age art thing here? I mean, I don't think that's the case. Performance but performance know, art, yeah, yeah, some weird thing like that. So I don't know. I I I I do love the what James says here about the. Uh, it's not Andy because he had two years and he could have killed these people many different ways. Mm -hmm. Why would he bring them all there to a place he's trying to build as some kind of whatever he's yep. building? Why why couldn't he have done that at any time with his kind of power? So, I mean, Lee even says he's got the president on speed dial. I mean, he could do whatever he wants at this point. So yeah. why would he why would he be killing them at his little hotel retreat place? True. And also, who the fuck cares if she leaves there? He'll just find her, right? Like yeah. She already left the, the, with Zoomer, left the school and went to 
Nova Scotia? Went to Nova yeah. Scotia. Nova Scotia, and, yep. And hey, when she got there to the cabin, was he roughing up her friend? No, they were laughing. Yeah, they're having a drink on the yeah. on the deck. Yeah. He's a guy, he's a man with money and power. He doesn't need to resort to that uh violence, we think yet, but we saw him resort to the violence with her. And if he is if he lost his cool, I see what you're saying, James, but you can lose your cool. Seeing Bill there, knowing that Zoomer is his son. Maybe when he saw everyone there together in the room, it the anger took over. Yeah. And he couldn't control himself. And we've seen him have little outbursts from time to time. Yeah. So or or because of the weird way that um she said that, well, Bill didn't real didn't want to come, and then and then Andy invited Darby just to get Bill to come. Right, and then Bill invited Rohan. Maybe that just pissed him off at the in the end. Like it was, but it, you know, you know, some some of that stuff too. That I'm thinking is, why would why would inviting it? Bill doesn't. The last we had seen of Bill in the flashbacks, it didn't seem like Bill wanted to be a part of Darby's life anymore. So why would inviting Darby get Bill to go? Yeah, it seemed like he's the one who could find her more easily. Than she finding him. He's like this superstar international motherfucker, you know? Uh, So it's, it's, you know what? And again, the fight that they have. And when he goes nuts, I can't, no, I can't trust anyone. It seemed theatrical just as she opens the elevator, they're arguing. Right. And, and the story she tells it's effective. I'm only doubting it because. Again, I don't want to get into the doubting women thing, but in the context of this show, we have been set up to maybe not trust anyone. Though, mm-hmm. though, if we want to kind of shift over for a moment to talk about not so much theories, but the emotional aspect of seeing what ha- what actually happened in the basement, what Bill went through, the trauma the kind of PTSD that he experienced and how he dealt with it and how Darby dealt with it. All of that was super effective to me. And I, I felt like I trusted Darby more from that story because in the end we didn't see something vastly different or something that painted her as a hero. We saw her telling this story from the viewpoint of, of re-experiencing and understanding the way in which she hurt him. Even though I had empathy for her because every person deals with trauma individually. And I felt that bill was perhaps not Mr. Empathy guy lost his empathy because he was she wasn't giving him enough love right yeah well that was that whole thing that he wrote on the on the on the uh, mirror this is too much and not enough yeah but the thing is is when that happened that's because she's damaged and what he needed to do was look her in the eye and go i know why you're not feeling 
because you lost your mom and your dad dealt with dead bodies your whole life and you're a and and you're a, a hacker a good, uh, who is on the That's fir- a good point. He's not exactly yeah. helping the situation no, there. No, he's not. I was a little He's kind of being an ass actually. It's kind of being a little baby who yeah. didn't get his mommy to hug him after the gun went off when she's fucking traumatized too, Mr. Bathtub. Which like, would actually that would lead that would give more credence to the whole bill is behind this yeah. somehow, even that he's not actually dead. I think look in real life, I just say this from my own experience. I've had, I've had some relationships with some girls that have went through some trauma and experienced very thing like pulling away when you think, and you have a choice then you can say, I can take this personally and mm-hmm. I can be, a, I, in my opinion, a bit selfish about it. Or I can understand that a person would only do that if they, are experiencing an emotion that perhaps is stronger than the one I'm experiencing right now. And that's not something that Bill did. He took it as you just wanted, I'm going to, I'm going to destroy technology and put it in the bathtub, right? I'm going to put your phone (laughs) in. I'm going to rebel. And you're like, well, you're a child. Because what Darby make needed, that warning come up on your iPhone when you turn it on that says this has been exposed to water. <laughs> yeah, man, I didn't even. I am. You just completely recontextualize how I think about Bill, just because it's obvious <laughs> when you're saying it. But I didn't even at the time. I'm not even thinking about that. But yes, yeah, that's the way I felt. He 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 needed to be. He needed to just yeah, sit there with her. You're a hundred percent right. I didn't even. Yeah. He's pushing her, man. He's like, hug me, touch me, hug me. Be, t- I need it. I need it. And she's like, well, look, I'm a different type of person. I'm inside myself right now. I don't, I don't know how to process. In a sense, I'm in shock. And the only way I can process this is to get back to the case because that's yep. the only thing I know that's real. Yep. Right? But he didn't do that. Um, so I, I thought all that was beautiful. And I, I think for me, too, we only have one episode left from this show. The thing that's probably going to stick with me, this Bill uh, Darby love affair is like, uh, you know, a modern day Bonnie and Clyde up in here, people. Um, they are. They, it was. It's just beautiful. It's like. Yeah, a, I think that's. I think know? that stuff's the strongest part of the show yeah. for sure. Their relationship. He's great too. What a yeah. fucking actor. I mean, she's great too, really, but he he yeah. too is. Uh, I thought. Were you disappointed when you saw that it was just the cop, the ex-cop that that was at no, the top of the stairs? I mean, stairs? I, I was I was completely. I mean, I I didn't want it. I mean, I know we had talked about it being a possibility of being Andy or being the dad or something like that. I didn't want it to be Andy. I didn't want it to tie in that directly. I I think to what's going on. I just assumed it would be at some point, but and I think those things are going to be like like what he, what I had said where he said the things about it's it's the it's the programming error. Like he said, focusing on the killer, not who's focused. You should be yeah. focusing on the victim. I think those, I like that. That's, that it's not quite as blatant as it's some major tie and some, so I, I was fine with that. I mean, even like I said, even though we had talked about tinfoil stuff, I'm, I'm still fine with the, the first thing we, like, I think in episode one or two, when we talked about it, the, the that killer was probably a cop, isn't it? I mean, we kind of theorized that when one of the first two episodes, so I'm, I'm fine with that being that the case. Cause it's, it makes sense for the story. I think. Yeah, I I think it does too. Now, it, I I I mean I will admit it kind of would have been cool if it was like her dad or Andy or Bill or so, it was just like kind of fucking blew us away. Like what the fuck? But the fact I, that I it, do like that they put in that little thing about did you see his face? 
So, I mean, like, yeah. they still tried to lay a little bit of doubt oh, in there, which I kind of love that line. But uh, Andy, you're awesome. See, I was all in my emotions at that time. And I was thinking, that's morbid. And Bill, and that's how Bill reacted, right? Like, that's fucking <laughs> yeah. morbid. I'm yeah. covered with blood. Um, yeah, that's it. it. That's true, though. Upon further examination, Andy, that's a good one. And I want to say. Just to get back to Grandpa James, I still agree that I don't. I'm not so sure that Andy did all this. I, I, yeah, I, I, I think Andy. I think the stuff with Lee is highly, highly, highly likely. But I don't think he's the killer of Bill. Assuming Bill is dead, I don't think he's the one who did that. Well, ta- uh, being as though we were just talking about a different my interpretation there of Bill being quite a prick by leaving her. Um, maybe he really, really felt bad and had come back there for some other reason to, to say he was sorry to her or so. I don't know. I kind of feel like that may be connect. We also have, I'm just trying to find connections to like coming there to Andy. We, I still am stuck on the idea that Bill got famous because he gave Zoomer to Andy. Like I, do you know what I'm saying? Like I kind of still, I feel oh, like Andy, Andy propped up his career yes. or something because of that. Yeah. Either because he was Zoomer's dad or they made a deal in made some a deal, way. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And like, I, I, you know, that they had a con, like he knew he was sterile. He said he knew that the only he other sold guy, his son to Andy. So in some way. Yeah. In some way, yeah, like maybe he, maybe it was Bill who was like, "It, I don't want a kid. The the, the climate change, the world is going to end. Everything sucks. Technology sucks." And then Andy was like, "No, technology, it's good. See, I'm going to save Zoomer. That's why he. It was like a, it's just like a big dick contest between the two of them, you know. And yep, and, yep. and Andy's like, "No, I'm going to save him. He's my son." I could see some kind of storyline. I don't know. It just, it's, I don't know. It's nebulous, but it's kind of in my mind. It was, I was kind of thinking about it while I was late to the pod. And I mean, it, it might, it might've been something similar to just, cause I can't remember the exact timeline, but I think, I think it, well, maybe it was something where I, cause I, I want to say that Lee and Andy were already together at that point when Zoomer was like that, or when the, the, when Zoomer was, was born so maybe it was just the kind of thing where Andy's like, I don't want this child to be, I don't want a wedlock child being out there that I have a child or that my wife has a child with somebody else. And he bought off Andy or ah, he bought off Bill because of that. Yes. Yep. Yep. His silence. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's, I, I still think there's a connection because of the way. And again, this is in some way trust, you know, is trusting what Lee is saying. She didn't, she, remember she, her reaction when Darby said uh, Lee sterile or whatever. He didn't tell you, you know, like all this kind of stuff. She didn't seem to. She seemed to believe, and she said it. She believed that he was uh, Zoomer's father. That Andy was Zoomer's father. It's news to her that and you know something about that still just doesn't. The fact that I still Lee like your Kill Bill theory. You know that. Well, <laughs> and I, I still do too. And you know, the thing I just don't, how would Lee not make the connection at some point? Because I mean, I'm speaking yeah. as an adoptive father here and we have relationships with 
the biological with our biological parents of our kids. And there's times when you see that, that you see the similarities, you see them, whether it's visually or gestures or something, you do see that genetic, some of the genetic similarities. How would she not in six years, you would see that at some point. She obviously knows Bill. She would see something, whether it's the sneeze thing or whatever it is. I mean, normally it's not something that obvious, but they'll, they'll be little, like I said, there'll be hand gestures or there'll be, there'll be a little, just little things. And how any mom that would be with an uh, adoptive mom that would be with a kid for that long would not pick that up at some point, or at least have suspicions. And she acts like this is, I can't believe it. That's um, to me that that just doesn't ring true. And yes, I don't know. Andy, that added to my suspicion. Now, as I, I'll admit, as I was watching the show, I was taken with, and I believed, um, what Lee was saying. I mean, Britt Marling is, is very uh, convincing as well. But then as I thought about it and read the feedback and thought, and you know, the notes and stuff, I did consider that she wasn't telling the truth. And, and that's one of the things that kind of signals that it's just like, yeah, you really blocked all that. Like, so he's obsessed with the kid. He's, to the point where he's abusive to you and sees you as a danger to his to his son. Never our son. Never our says. son, right. But you never, and he's this egomaniacal billionaire, but it, you never considered that the guy you fucked right around the same time mm-hmm. that you lied about fucking too, to Darby, might be the daddy. You never considered that, really? So, I mean, That's, really? Something there just doesn't quite seem, yeah. I don't know, something that, it's part of why I still I, have, even though I, I still like what you're saying about the this show maybe as a, to get us to believe the women kind of thing, which I totally still like that idea. That's an interesting idea. But some things I just can't shake. I'm like, how would you not at least suspect that at some point? It's just something doesn't adding up there completely with Lee. So yeah. I don't tr- say, I think a lot of her story is true, but I think there's some, Major things she's still citing, like some of the feedback is said here. Yeah. Well, hiding, excuse me, not citing. One other thing that uh, James, so James, I'm with you. I don't think we've seen the center. We've got another episode to go and things have to come together. And now we have more of our cast members, uh, retreat members clued into what's happening right? Like we, we, people are joining the fray now and a person who was brought up was Lou May and her, it was very, I, and I didn't quite, maybe you can explain this to me, Andy, how so quickly they were like, yeah, Lou May wanted, didn't like the cities. And it's just like they start, it's like Lee just kind of started in on Lou May. I wish I could find, I've been looking for it on the, um, TV show transcripts.org. And I was trying to see where, when they had this conversation, that was a conversation. Well, and it was Darby and it was, it was Oliver that said it. Oh, Oliver said, oh. I think it was Lou May. Okay. And Thank to me, you. that whole, that whole thing with Oliver was also very strange. That part without, that seemed like he was trying to plant some information in Darby's head to me. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. It was just all of a sudden they were talking about that. Yep. 
Right. Because right right after that, Darby says, well, maybe it's Eva because she has connect. She she also has the ability to get into the medical stuff and all this stuff. And maybe Eva's working with Andy or like they kind of went down that road. But Oliver flat out says, I think it's Lume because of the artificial insanity thing and how Bill hated Ted. Oh, okay. Here it is. I found it. Um, Okay. Uh, This is where he says it. It struck me funny, the word he used. He said the killer was a result of faulty programming. The same code recycled over and over just in new bodies, which made me think of a <laughs> of the men thing and a social yep. commentary on men, right? Yeah. Um, what does that mean? I think it means Bill knew his killer, knew the killer was a hacker, and he was trying to communicate that to Darby? Maybe David's right. Maybe it was Lou May. What the fuck does that mean? I think it means Bill knew his killer. Knew well, the... and Oliver says all that because of one bloody page on a, in a book. Yeah. What is the same code recycled over and over in new bodies mean that the killer is a hacker? How does that, yeah, how do those things, I, I don't, do you see that? I don't, I don't trust Oliver at all. <laughs> Yeah. Either something that whole thing just seemed way, way off. Well, then this is what he said. Maybe it was Lume. Lume. She knew Bill. He made her. He made work critical of smart cities. Smart cities aren't just like cities where lights automatically turn on. They're cities where everyone is tracked, surveilled. So Lume. What about Eva? I don't know. I start. She's in love with Andy. She is. Yeah. They just. But would even know how to hack the pacemaker. I don't know, but she has access to the morphine and the pacemaker. So it's just like they just started kind of throwing throwing and, people out. You know, like, you know, the one thing with Oliver, it makes me think it what it seemed to me a little bit like he was in there trying to get information from Darby while also planting new information in her. Hmm. Yeah, and I, 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 that's, I don't know. And the Oliver thing was weird. I will say this. There was a short bit of foreshadowing of perhaps that when he initially enters the room and they give him the once over, right? Yeah. So I think that that's, that's an interesting idea that, that in some way. And wait, isn't Eva Todd's wife? Yeah. Right? She's the nurse. I believe that's. Yep. I think. Yep. She's the nurse. So that's, she's in love with, all of a sudden we just get that drop of information. So yeah, I, I think there's more to be and untangled here. You know, the other thing is, how did Oliver get in that room? That's a good question. He's, he just walks in. Uh, didn't he like scan himself in? But weren't they in... Weren't they in Darby's room or in? No, they were in Bill's room. Oh, they were in Bill's room. So how the hell did he get into Bill's room? Maybe they left it open. Maybe, I don't know. They hacked it and left it open. That's Mm. a good idea though. Maybe he had, maybe you're catching something right there and he had a universal key and he's part of the game, you know? And he's one of the few that has his phone. Yeah. It's interesting if to bring up the idea of who brought who and if, what Lee is saying is true, then really most of the, the like people, Bill was bringing people basically to rescue her. It was like a big rescue mission, get on the Zodiac and 
go to the non-trackable eco-safe boat, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which didn't work the first time when she got into the old Honda Prelude or whatever the fuck that was. Um, don't you like this car? I don't like this car. Well, you haven't driven in it yet. <laughs> um, mommy, it's shitty. It needs a paint job. Um, so I don't know. There's still a lot. There, there's, there's a, yeah. While I'm thinking of it too, while we're talking about the boat, there's another part of me that thinks Darby might be saying things to these people to try and pump information out of them mm. and She's not, not exactly as dumb as she thinks. At one point she says she doesn't know how to contact the boat. She knows how to contact the boat. Isn't that what, isn't that what the whole thing when she follows Rohan out and Rohan's doing the, the SOS, the, the well, that's what her and Sean with, did. They went there yeah. and they signaled and nothing happened. Uh, I suppose nothing happened. Okay. I was thinking that she knew how she had to figure that's how they were talking to the boat though. Maybe not. I don't know. I would really like that if Darby was playing everybody and giving them information to try and get information kind of a thing. I would love that if that's what, if that's what happened, that's what we find out has actually been happening. But well, that does seem to be in both um, eras that we're seeing timelines her style. I mean, when she walks up to the neighbor's doorway, she's like, yeah, the lady's dead. And, all, and then she gets on the phone. She's like, we have reason to believe he is. A, <laughs> she, <laughs> yeah. She is kind of, uh, <laughs> she does like spout it. Right. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I think there's a lot, there's still a lot of different. Oh, uh, the thing I forgot to mention is that on our Facebook page, James have posted a picture of the person who was wearing the mask who attacked and used a voice recorder to talk to Darby. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like they had the same kind of pearl or like bald necklace that Lou May had on in a oh, yeah. previous scene. So just, you know. Again, it could be all of the, he could be playing mind games with her. And and also what is with the obsession with Zoomer? Is it just a dick measuring contest against the guy who fucked his wife? You know what I'm saying? And impregnated her. Is that what it is that he's just upset about it or something like that? Because that's weird. But that is, maybe that is, is Andy. But yeah. it, there's some, the life extension the way Zoomer talks and counts the exact number of days he's been alive. I still like the idea that one of them's an Android. I, I do. Too. <laughs> I was going to say it. My, my, my uh, tinfoil head was getting a little tight there, but that's, I think it still fits right now. <laughs> yeah. And again, if it's not, and he is, it, this turns away from any type of sci-fi stuff. And the next episode is like, a man out of control, abusive person. If they do it well, they do it well. So far, they've done it well for me. Like I said, I don't find, to get back to what um, Francine was saying, I don't find any of this to be um, just decorative, the tech and everything. I find it to be thought-provoking and interesting. And in the end, though it may not be the root of some tinfoil theory, it could be the root of Andy's motivation, right? As, Mm -hmm. as Lee said, where he wants to protect him because the world's ending and all that, you know what I'm saying? Yep. So, you know, or that, and we could get in the same way. Is it just that he thinks zoomer is going to be the Adam 
to like Darby's Eve in the new, um, you know, world he's Adam building. Is, yeah, and he's and he and, and for the new arcs that he's yeah. building when the the world goes to hell. Yeah, and the robots, right? He wants to do it real style. I guess he doesn't, you know, he doesn't want to have a bunch of rays walking around. So yeah. I still yeah, there's a there's still a lot of stuff that's. I don't know. I, I I can't imagine they're going to leave all of these dangling threads out there. It just doesn't seem doesn't seem like that kind of show. But yeah, there's there's. I still think there's something crazy going on. We just don't quite know what it is yet. I think there'll be quite a few dangling threads when we talk about the finale uh, next week. But I do think that we're going to have another effective episode that's emotional and fun and moves. Um, mm-hmm. What? I mean, we are going to the finale, Ando. This is our this is our final this is our final shot to say maybe what we think is going to happen. Where are you? Where are you kind of uh, feeling now after our chat think, and this app? I still think what I think what's going to happen is I think Ray is going to be involved in this somehow. I think it's. I mean, we haven't. I haven't I don't think we even heard Ray's voice again. I think that's two weeks in a row. We haven't even heard his voice. And he's such a major part of this. And I don't know if I think what ends up I, th- I think he is the one that's behind this somehow. And it might be a rogue AI like Hal or like a Frankenstein monster kind of thing that that Andy is Frankenstein and he created a monster and he doesn't know how to deal with it. I think something like along those lines, but that still doesn't there's still a lot of other things that I'm like, what, what was the point of this? And what, like one thing I can't shake too. We also haven't seen Mark much of Martin in quite a few episodes. And why was he shaking on the plane? There's things like that that are still sticking in my head that like, that seems like if that wasn't something, why wouldn't, why would have they even put that little shot in there kind of a thing? So I'm, I think it's, I think the, I think the finale is going to revolve around Ray and something with Ray. And I just, I don't, I can't quite figure it out, but that's what my basic thing is of what I think is going to happen. I just don't, don't know what exactly i'm feeling you here ando i'm feeling you here rogue ai perhaps lou may lou may's um smart city software mixed with the language software and 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 uh, and security software creates a new ray or like a version of ray who goes out of control to to save zoomer lou may and andy have known for a while but they don't want to say anything because they're constantly being monitored by it and they right? brought in the new version of the ai android and darby to felt defeat gray <laughs> <laughs> i'm not i'm all half joking but i could see yeah. that being that's my tinfoil theory they, maybe yeah maybe they just said maybe their algorithm algorithms told them that Darby was the greatest detective and could stop this thing. Or I, I don't know if that's the whole thing, but that does to me that kind of tucks in enough corners. Like, I think there's still going to be some dangling threads, as you said, and I'm, I like that. I'm cool with it. I've enjoyed this. I've enjoyed talking to you about it. I've enjoyed having our guests and our audience people listening. This has been a Mm -hmm. great ride. I like yes. that it's only seven episodes, but I feel that that when you mix those things together and that perhaps Andy knew, yeah, Andy's like, yes, I figured out the plan of 
of uh, what Bill and Rohan were going to do, but I would have followed you anyway. And by the way, I told you, you could leave. I just want the fucking kid. And there's no way I was going to let Zoomer get out with you, right? I was just so hoping do, they'd let you go, you know? So I could do we see really that think, happening. Do we really think that that Bill's secret way back when that he said he had to tell Darby was Zoomer was his kid? I don't think that was his secret. I don't think we know what his secret is yet either. I think the secret is that I, I never stopped loving you and I made a mistake. Oh, oh, I like that. That would completely tie in with the character based yeah. stuff. And I think I would actually, I would like that better than some crazy twist. I think, I, I think that's what it is. I think that I like that, that. that little secret ever, I don't know. I just, is it still possible though, that bill was somehow paid off for zoomer is or his, or, and felt bad about that too. And that it, I think that there's a lot of other things that can be put together, but the rogue AI and the hack it, I'm starting to feel like that's, and especially we're going mainly off the programming line, right? Well, and so. things like the pool cover closing, mm -hmm. and I mean things that things that the AI could manipulate pretty easily. Yeah. Yep. Well, I guess we're gonna see. Uh, any uh, any anything else that you wanted to chat about? I don't know. I think that kind of covers it for this. Yeah. I think so too. I think it was a great episode. There's a lot of fun stuff. Um, don't forget, you can you can uh, listen to our friend Bubba over at Double P Podcast Network and check out Mike at One Mike on YouTube. They're covering this too. We're hopefully going to have Bubba on next week. If we don't have Bubba on, we might have Heath on. We might have Heath and Bubba on. Maybe just Heath and Bubba will do the show and we'll take the week off. And, oh, uh, you know, we'll, <laughs> hey, that's that the secret. I, I like listening to those guys too. So that'd be fine. <laughs> that would be cool. But, um, we'll see. This is like, a, this is great. Seven episodes. It's fun. We've had a real good time covering it. I've enjoyed every week sitting down to chat about it. So thank you everyone for listening. Thank you, Andy. We'll be back next week. DVRpodcast.com. Become a patron patreon.com slash DVR. Peace out, everybody.